coming up. As he's walking through the fence, he steps into a soft area, and he goes, mm, something suspicious with that. For Vault Studios, I'm Will Johnson. You're listening to The Daily Crime. Just over a week ago, police in Florida were putting out this alert. Polk County investigators are begging you to study this picture of 39-year-old Araldo Paz. His mother on the right was reported missing on Wednesday. Sheriff Grady Judd says the 74-year-old's body was found buried in their backyard. But police have caught up with the man they've been looking for. I'm joined by Shannon Klo, a reporter at WTSP 10 Tampa Bay in Florida. Shannon, thanks for being here. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. What do we know about the murder of this 74-year-old woman? Where did it take place and what do we know about what happened? So it took place in Polk County, Florida. And for someone who's not familiar with the area, a very rural area, this house specifically where this happened was on a farm. So we're talking a 1.5-acre farm, a wooded area. And just to quote the sheriff in the news conference, He described this area as God's country, so that should be able to put a good picture in someone's mind who hasn't been to Polk County, Florida. And do we know what this, the the living arrangement was for this, this woman? Did she live alone, or what do we know about that? We do. It's an interesting situation. So Professor Paz is 74 years old, and she lives with her sister. So the two of them have lived in Polk County in this house on this farm for years. We know Perfecta adopted her son when he was, family says, about seven years old. They're all from Honduras. So the son's name is Araldo, and he's now 39 years old. So for years, I mean years, Perfecta has not lived with her son. And a little backstory there is Araldo, when he was maybe about seven years old, his mom died, his biological mom who also happens to be Perfecta's sister. So Perfecta ended up adopting Araldo when he was young, and the two of them spent a bunch of time apart because Perfecta had come to the United States, to Florida, and Araldo had still lived in Honduras until he moved to Texas, the sheriff says about 20 years ago. Araldo, living in Texas in the Houston area, ends up getting injured on a construction job. So that's what brings him to Polk County, Florida, living with Perfecta and her sister. Now, the three of them are living in this Polk County home for about the last seven months or so. And what we know about this living situation, it's not perfect. We know Perfecta and Araldo have not spent the time that a mother and son would together. They don't have that relationship. They bicker. Anything Araldo does, from what we understand, it's not perfect for Perfecta. And the two of them actually had had a couple arguments, some of them getting to a kind of level of where we hear Araldo had pulled a gun out on Perfecta, but nothing violent until now. And so on, I believe on October 13th, she's reported missing, uh, and, and there were indications that she had some signs of dementia. Maybe she'd wandered off, right? Yeah, she's 74 years old. So her sister's thinking she comes home from work. Perfecta isn't there. And she's thinking, you know, maybe she wandered off. Maybe she went to go uh, to a friend's house to find a different living situation. That was something she had talked about, but they just weren't sure. It was definitely a little bit unusual. 
This story then takes a turn when investigators show up at the house to look around uh, to see if they can find any evidence of where she might have gone to. And uh, as I said, it takes a, a pretty terrible turn. Yes. So one day after they can't find Perfecta, the sister gets home from work and turns out Araldo's also gone. So the sister then thinks, okay, I think we need deputies to get involved and search for the two just so she knows they're okay. Deputies are searching and they don't find anything. They come back now another day. So this is Thursday. And that's when deputies are hearing, hey, if Perfecta had wandered off or on this one-and-a-half-acre farm, let's search the farm. Let's search the fence to see if there's a break in the fence, to see if she kind of snuck out that way. We have an agricultural detective, so that shows you just how rural this area is. And what he's doing is he's just walking the perimeter of this farm to look for that break in the fence. He ends up stepping in a soft area. And to him immediately as a detective, he knew something was weird about that. He lives on a farm, so that's when he digs a hole. He pulls out a slipper, a woman's slipper that matches the one Perfecta was last seen by her sister in, and that's when they know that what he had just stepped on was actually Perfecta's grave, where they say Araldo had buried her after he, quote, violently killed her. As he's walking through the fence, he steps into a soft area. And he goes, "Mm, something suspicious with that. So he gets post hole diggers, and he digs a pilot hole and pulls out a woman's slipper. He said, looking at the ground, you would have never known that it was a grave, but I happened to step in it. And what's interesting, too, the sheriff said was, where she was buried, it was on this farm where if you're looking from afar, you would have never been able to tell that a body was buried there unless, of course, you have, you know, you're walking the property or you have some kind of sense into, you know, the farm life. Do we know how she was killed in manner of death? So we just learned because Araldo has been caught in Texas, he admitted to beating her. Now, aside from that, all we know from the sheriff is is it was very, very violent. And now we're learning that violent manner was him beating her to death. Other than the fact that Geraldo had disappeared, did they have any other evidence that he was responsible or that they believed he might be responsible for this murder? You know, they really didn't. I mean, we have that one incident where we hear the two, Perfecta and Araldo, got to a fight over money, and then he pulls out a gun, but nothing really else was said about that. And from what I was talking with the family, I showed up to this house after the fact, and they said that they're all completely shocked. I mean, never, ever did they imagine something like this to happen. So they put out this alert right away, though, if you've seen this man or if you see this man, contact authorities. And I believe uh, they they thought he was in a possibly driving a, a Toyota Camry, a beige-colored car, right? Yes, that happened to be spotted. And then via tips, it was spotted in the Houston area. I have learned he has family in Houston. So 
that's where Perfecta's family had believed he was probably going to go and potentially hide out. Was he taken into custody without incident? Any details there? So what we learned was there was a tip to Crime Stoppers, and U.S. Marshals actually ended up finding him and arresting him. It seems like there was really no struggle from what I see. The only thing the sheriff here in Polk County did say was he was making up inconsistent statements that just didn't match up until he had finally admitted beating Perfecta. And interesting, he said that he admitted to beating his aunt, not his mom. So that was kind of something that stuck out to me about their relationship. Okay, so investigators now have what would be considered a confession, it sounds like, and he'll be brought back to Polk County from Harris County in Houston, right? Yes, he's he's in the process of coming back to Polk County, Florida, but we do know that he's been living here in the United States illegally from Honduras for about the last 20 years, I believe. Do we know anything about what his motive was or, or what led up to this, other than that there, there were indications of, of issues and problems in their relationship? You know, we don't. And I think that's what makes this case so interesting because everyone's asking why. Well, we hear the sheriff repeatedly say this was a violent murder. Everyone really questions what happened. And it's, it's a tragic case. I mean, you've got a, an adopted son and a woman who, who took him into her life, it sounds like, at a young age, and uh, it's it's led to this. Yeah, and, you know, talking with family, too, very emotional. They're just completely shocked, and they said that Perfecta was the kind of person who was hardworking, and she took Araldo in like her own. You know, right from the start, she knew she was going to adopt him, and it was just so strange to them to see that a woman who gave so much, who allowed him to live with her when he needed that, did something like this. Detectives have a man behind bars. They have what appears to be a confession. We'll stay in touch and see what happens, if anything, next in this case. Thanks for joining us so much, Shannon. We appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to The Daily Crime. We're here every weekday with new episodes Monday through Friday. We also have a weekly show covering cases around the country, True Crime Chronicles. Check it out today wherever you listen to podcasts. That's True Crime Chronicles. For Vault Studios, I'm Will Johnson. 